Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. This is Pastor Terry. So glad you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. We are in the book of 1 Kings. We're in chapter 13. And I got to tell you, what's going on is absolutely fundamentally amazing. Now, uh, you may not find it so because maybe these type of things happen uh, in your life uh, all the time. <laughs> but uh, I can tell you they don't happen in mine all the time. So here's what's happened. Um, Jeroboam has rebelled against the Lord and it has been a horrible thing. And he has um, built uh, these golden calves, set them up uh, for uh, his people to worship. Why? Because he was afraid they were going to go to Jerusalem and start worshiping the true and living God. He's really, listen, the, the depth of his deception and evil is, is really profound. Not only did he build golden calves to create an alternate system that he could control, he sort of personified that system in such a way that when people worshiped there, he believed they were worshiping him. So God sends a prophet. Prophet says, hey, this is wrong. We're going to tear down these altars. Uh, his hand withered up. He did. He tore down the altars. So the prophet left. And, and we pick up the story here. So now this old prophet who lived in Bethel and his sons came and told him that the man of God, the man of God had done in Bethel. In other words, um, this prophet came out. He said, these altars are going to be torn down. They were the king, the king's hand withered up. And then he restored it or the Lord restored it based upon his prayer. Super miraculous thing. So the fame of this guy is spreading, right? So this is what's going on now. They also told their father the words that were spoken to the king. And their father said to them, which way did you go? And his son showed him which way the man of God went from Judah he had gone. He said to his son, saddle my donkey for me. So they saddled his donkey and he mounted it. And he went after the man of God, trying to find him, trying to find him. And he found him sitting under an oak tree. And he said to him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? He said, I am. Then he said, come with me and eat bread at my house. And he said, I may not return with you or go with you neither. I may not eat nor drink water in this place. For it was said to me, listen, now this is important. We're going to get all the way through this and come back and look at it a little bit more detail. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, you shall neither eat bread nor drink water nor return the way in which you came. And he said to them, I am also a prophet as you are. And the angel of the Lord spoke to me and the word of the Lord said to me, bring this man back to your house and feed him bread and give him water to drink. Uh, but here's the deal. But he lied to the prophet from Judah. So he went back with him. So the prophet of Judah went back with him and ate bread and drank water at his house. Now check this out. Now, as they sat at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet, this guy who had lied. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Who had brought him back and he cried to the man of God who came from Judah. Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the command of the Lord your God, in which he commanded you, but you have come back here to my house. You have eaten bread and drank water in this place, in which he said to you, eat no bread nor drink no water while you're there. Your body shall never enter the tombs of your fathers. In other words, he's going to die in a faraway land. He will not make it home. And after he had eaten bread and drunk water, he, he, he saddled his donkey uh, for the prophet, and the prophet um, started to head back. Now, as he went away, a lion met him, on the road and killed him. The body was thrown in the ditch and the lion stood beside it. And behold, men passed by and saw the body had been thrown on the side of the road. The lion was standing by the body and they came and told in the city where the old prophet had lived. So here's the question. 
that arises out of this story. Unbelievable story. So you have a prophet sent by God, speaks to the king. Great things happen. God shows his power. The prophet's honoring God, the prophet who came from Judah, is honoring God. But then a local prophet says, mm, I don't think I like this. So he goes to this prophet, lies to him, lies to him and says, hey, God said, come on back to my house. It's okay. You can eat and drink and relax. So he came back and then this prophet gets a real word from the Lord. And the word said, tell the prophet from Judah, you're going to die. And he did. So the question that arises for you and me today is how do we know the will of God? How do you know what God's will is for your life? Here in 1 Kings, remember 1 Kings is about a slide. It's about God doing great things, right? Showing himself strong, but then people sliding away from the Lord. And so the slide happens when you fail to understand how to determine the will of God. So here's what happened. This prophet from Judah heard God's voice. Now, um, we'll get to, do we hear God's voice today in just a minute? But he heard God's voice. God's voice was clear. God's call was clear. And as he honored what God had told him to do, God blessed him. But then something came and appealed to his flesh. He was hungry. He was thirsty. He'd been traveling a while. And so this guy comes up and says, hey, God says, come on back to mind. It appealed to his immediate discomfort, right? It appealed to his flesh. It, is, it appealed to his discomfort. It appealed to his struggle. And he said, oh, well, this seems to be from God. So, hey, I'm in, right? So how do you and I determine the will of God today not to fall into this category? First of all, we got to go to God's word. God's word is always true. It is always true. And as God dealt with people in the past, he'll oftentimes deal with us in the present. God hasn't changed. Now, there are some theological structures that want to suggest God doesn't speak and deal with his people. Well, that's simply not true. He is still our Heavenly Father. We are still his children. He still cares for us. He's given us his word, which is true, and the Holy Spirit to reside within us to lead us. So he does still speak to us. Without a doubt, you want to know the will of God, first go to the Word of God. Is what God is what you think you might be drawn to or God calling you to against God's Word? God is never going to violate His Word. That should have been, listen, this prophet from Judah should have known day one. God doesn't violate His Word. If God wanted to let me off the hook, He would have told me. This is what He's told me to do. So God never violates his word. So when you're looking and trying to discern God's will, look and see if there's any clear violation of God's word, right? So that's that's what, second, this is just what I was taught and it's worked. Continue to do the last thing God called you to until he specifically tells you something different. So some of you might be in a job situation or a, a, a you know, health situation and you're on a particular track of treatment, whatever it might be, and, and you're, you're just getting discontent, you're getting agitated, you're getting impatient, let me encourage you. If you know God called you to where you are, stay until God calls you away. Now, he will, right, if it's his will. Now, how does God speak in those situations? He speaks through people. Have wise counsel around you. He speaks, he speaks through circumstances. If, if it's a health issue and you're on one track of treatment and the drug's no longer made, that's probably God saying there's a different way right? And, and so circumstances, right? He'll speak through your giftings and your abilities. God isn't going to call you to do something that you're not capable of doing. That should give you great satisfaction in your life. God's never going to call me to be a singer. <laughs> I, he's never, I'm never, I, he's never going to say, Terry, I want you to go lead worship somewhere. Never. 
Why? I can't sing. I mean, I'm really pretty horrible. And so he's never going to call me to do that. So God's going to speak consistent with his word. He's going to, he's, he, listen, stay doing what you're doing until the people around you, the circumstances or your gifting says you got to move on to something else. And then third, listen, God still speaks in the supernatural. God is, he is above natural. He created the natural order. He's above that. So he is super above natural. He still speaks in a supernatural way. And he does that through the person of the Holy Spirit that lives within you. Don't abandon the track you're on until the Holy Spirit convicts you and then convinces you and and then confirms it in your heart and in your life. Now listen, when you do this, you're not going to be the wayward prophet that gets eaten by the lion. (laughs) You're going to be someone who receives unbelievable grace for the next step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. Now be this as we live for you. And Lord, help us to stay the course until you speak. Not someone else, but till you speak. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Great to see you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.